the Punk After Show. Run for your life! And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The point after show. Spikes in hell. Hey guys, it's your boy Eddie from the Point After Show. Thanks for listening. I'm here with Tommy, Two Tone, Lipko, Polybag Walnuts, and Cavi, the producer Caviston. It's March. That means March Madness is coming up. We got the conference championship games coming up uh, for NCAA. But for the Point After Show, we're going to do a March Madness bracket. So check out thepointaftershow.com. Sign up. Uh, The winner gets free swag, top winner T-shirt that Cavi's going to get us, and uh, a sticker, the Point After Show sticker with our our logo on it. Ooh, a sticker! Not our main logo, but a logo. Yeah. Uh, so you can put on your on your car or your dog or whatever you uh, want to put it on. <laughs> or the neighbor's mailbox that you hate the most. Your kid. Uh, but let's get into uh, NCAA. What do you guys think about uh, the conference championships coming up? Who do you like? Um, again, you, you can't really get into who you like unless you want to talk about to win a conference championship. But honestly, not many people really care about them except for those uh, kind of middle-of-the-road type teams that are have to win their conference championship to actually make the tournament. Yeah. But, you know, everybody else out there, you know, from Syracuse up, locked up their spot in the tournament pretty much this past weekend. And it's going to be an awesome tournament. I think I wrote a couple articles this year about the NCAA tournament, and I said how there's any team could win it this year. There's not that one team. Duke, who knows? They lost. So you yeah, have new, the new top five came out today. Yeah. Uh, so you have Kansas, Nova, UCLA, Gonzaga, and Oregon in there. What do you think Again, of that? I, I don't know. You think, you think, anybody, you think, you think Nova, you think Nova can repeat? Nova can. I think they definitely they have, the, they have can. Yeah, they have the offense and the defense. I think Nova's got the only chance this year to repeat, right? Well, thanks, Paul. They <laughs> <laughs> would be the only ones, yeah. That, uh, yeah. Just wanted to make sure you guys are all still on point here. I mean, I like Gonzaga as well, but it's hard to say, like <clears> – <throat> How much were they tested throughout the year? I mean, yeah. they played their games, but... And this isn't the only year Gonzaga's been like this, dominating no. their, their conference. This is the past couple of years they've been beating them up, going like 29-2 and two or whatever you know they are at the end it. of the year. Um, I feel like Gonzaga's been that team that disappoints you since we were in like 10th grade. Every year's their year, and it, 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 they fall in their place. See, I think it goes goes a little opposite. I think back when we were in tenth grade, it was like, oh my god, Gonzaga, and got some really like, yeah, It was fans. like them and Creighton. They yeah. would just show up in the tournament. They show up in the tournament. Yeah. No one would talk about them all season. I guess now that social media is the hype center of the world, uh, Gonzaga's talked about a lot. So yeah. I still like UCLA. I think UCLA's got the depth to to, to take the swing. Um, I think they could beat some of these big teams like Kansas. Uh, I think I think they could beat North Carolina. North Carolina beat Duke this week, but I think North Carolina, um, they're struggling on defense. Uh, they're, they're great from perimeter shooting, but their defense is lackluster. I think UCLA could beat any team right now in the tournament. And as always, I think he always, I said this last week, Wichita State, the Shockers are always uh, that team. They're called the Shockers for a reason, man. Yeah. Uh, and it's not the reason that Tommy thinks they're called that. The that's that's Paul's move, remember he said? Yeah. 
Um, Shockers are locked. They they won their uh, yeah, their which, tournament and they're in. Yeah, they were they were in. They they were actually they were probably going to be an even without winning that. So that actually right. them winning was actually a good thing for other teams that needed to right. get, that need to get in. So. But I really think Wichita State has a good chance of beating up some teams. Um, but I like UCLA to win the whole thing. That will be my my tournament pick. That's a good pick. I'll give you credit for that. UCLA is a tough team, and they score. They just score. So they could score with anybody. Their defense really doesn't have to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, if they could play great defense the last five minutes of the game, they'll win games. Um, they'll put up 90 points a freaking game. I heard you chirping about Purdue a lot this weekend. I chirp about Purdue every chance so, I could get. I mean, they they big wins recently against Indiana and Northwestern. People think that kind of put them as a lock in there. No, they were definitely a lock for the tournament. Um, I didn't really question. I don't question that. Um, Indiana Indiana is not the Indiana. Of the no, they had some injuries this year. Northwestern Northwestern had some big wins this year, but uh, Purdue is solid. Uh, Caleb Swan again. I talk about him every week. Top five guy. Isaac Haas. Animal on the inside is a beast. If he stays out of foul trouble, I think Purdue can make a big run. And again, I like I like Florida, Florida State, UCLA is in my top five. I know Cavi, who you're picking this year, right? Your bracket's already filled out. Notre Dame. I'm okay. it's, not, it's not filled out, but he just already put yeah, Notre Dame as, long as, long as Notre, Yeah, he has that that part in. I'm a, I'm a UConn basketball guy. Uh-oh, they're not making the. They're tournament. not Yeah, the women the women's team aren't playing though. Well, in their own in, tournament. In this tournament, I know. Uh, and then. Speaking of Connecticut, uh, a lot of people are hot on Cincinnati right now because they pull off the the couple big wins against Houston and Connecticut right there, kind of big six like big wins. So people are saying that that's kind of people are hot on them right now. What do you guys think of them? Um, you know, Cincinnati, they have good defense. Yeah, you know, they're, they're if they could hold the opponent down to in the mid upper sixties in points. Coming out of a conference, kind of down this year too. Yeah, SMU's know. okay. Houston hit or miss has a couple. You know, uh, what is it? They have five or six teams in their conference that are over five hundred. Uh, but yeah, Cincinnati can do some things like 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 we were just talking about. Their defense is definitely tough, mm-hmm. tough enough to stop teams from scoring, and their offense is just good enough to beat teams with some scoring if if need be. Then I mean, we had uh, Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, the boys from a couple years ago that that what are they? Up. What were they? Dunk Dunk City, something, something yeah. yeah, something like that. And well, did you see the big dunk in that game when they're game the 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 kid like dunked it from like almost the uh, the the foul line. Oh. It was like the big the big That's highlight from that. But you know they 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 locked it up. Uh, Winthrop locked up their spot. Um, and uh, Jacksonville State's locked in too. Cav pulling out all these obscure schools that locked up their conference. Well, I'm just saying they're the, only, they're, those, yeah. they're the only four that are locked. They're, so they're the only ones that they're, they're some of the few that really don't. Uh, they're looking forward to Selection Sunday. This Sunday is actually a pretty fun Sunday for uh, these schools because they get to go and see where they're going to fall, who they're going to play against. Does anybody want to do a live podcast? Uh, we could do that. Was it Sunday? When is it? Yeah, on Sunday. I think it's Sunday evening, six o'clock. I will see how I yeah, feel. We're going to we're going to the Scranton parade, so we'll see how that works out for us on Sunday. Parade day, yeah. rookie. Um, <laughs> says the three guys that are recovering from this past weekend. Hey, Pete oh, the lawyer had a bachelor lot, party. Yeah, that's a lot different. <laughs> Pete the lawyer. Atlantic City's a little different. He was on the point after show for like four hours. So selection yeah. Sunday is March twelfth. This week, this Sunday coming up is the uh, where they select all the teams. Tournament first four starts on March fourteenth and fifteenth. So. That's uh. That's just a recap of our college basketball. What time is right Selection there. Sunday? Does it say? 
I think it said I think it said six p.m. Uh, let me double check that. Probably around there. It. I'll fact check it. Alternate fact check, and then I'll get back to you. And then tonight you have the Colonial, uh, the Metro Atlantic, and the Southern Championship games. So as of uh, this being posted, there'll be a couple other teams that are locked compared to uh, the St. Mary's lose to BYU about. tonight. Mm. Who cares? What's uh, the line? No, I think St. Mary's might actually pull that out. St. Mary's is favored by eight. Yeah. Yes. I can see BYU is hungry, trying to make push for tournament. Yeah. Go with BYU tonight. BYU? Yep. Ooh, plus eight. Wow. Bring them young. All right, let's get into uh, NFL. Combine's going on right now. A lot of free agents out there making noise, asking, demanding money. Paul, you wrote a little article on uh, on Glennon, quarterback, trying to get his, his payday. Uh-oh. Uh, no, no pun intended <laughs> no there. Calling Polly and Payday. Yeah, out. he's trying to steal my nickname. <laughs> uh, that but was Paul's nickname for about I, a week I've, and a uh, half. I've actually, uh, I've actually done a uh, next to the advantage. I've done about two or three weeks worth of uh, just quarterback, free agent, quarterback hate, backup quarterback hate, whatever you want to call it. I, I started, you know, way back with Garoppolo, and I was on to Glennon. Just, just. It, 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 it boggles my mind, and I had this conversation with you guys earlier today. But Let's talk about it. Go so ahead. it boggles my mind about why these perennial backup quarterbacks are demanding this kind of money on the free agent market. And I get it, so let me speak my piece. I get it. Quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks in the NFL are, are very, very thin. They're very few and hard to come by right now. Teams out there like, like Cleveland, um, I mean, there's a, there's a number of teams out there that would kill for a quarterback. Um, but, I mean, they're, they're, just, they're willing to just drop $15 million a year on a guy like Glennon or Garoppolo that have no body of work whatsoever to warrant that kind of money. I talked about this, like 15 million, again, I I know the quarterback position is the most um, important position, so to speak, in the NFL. I I get it. It's the Mm -hmm. franchise position. It's the face of the the organization. But $15 million for a guy that hasn't done anything to me is insane. When you figure the richest wide receiver in the NFL just got paid a couple of months ago, which is Antonio Brown, and he's making $17 million. Julio Jones makes less than fifteen million. JJ Watt barely makes sixteen million. I mean, and that sounds bad to say, like barely makes sixteen million. But you're talking about Mike Glennon is demanding fifteen million dollars, and he's going to probably get it from a team like the 49ers. And that that that's insane to me when he has done nothing to warrant fifteen million dollars. You know, that's he must have done something to warrant it if he's going to get it. No, it's just these. It's just like Osweiler. The market. The market it's just like it. it's just like the Osweiler mm-hmm. situation. Like teams have not learned a damn thing from going out, rushing out, paying a quarterback because you think that he's going to be some kind of difference maker to your team. The truth of the fact is this. Okay, so I, I said this before about we'll go from Garoppolo to Glennon to, to Glennon here. Garoppolo is a quarterback that's in a great system, same as Castle was. The same as Brian Hoyer was. The same as uh, uh, Mallet was. They all came from New England. They all got as a back quarterback, Tom Brady. They all ended up getting paid. They all ended up flopping on their face. Garoppolo will be that next guy. Somebody's going to give him the draft picks that they want. Glennon has, was, was drafted four years ago by Tampa Bay in the third round. Okay, Drafted before guys that, that, that are still playing in the NFL right now. He had a chance to start. He didn't do very, very well. Um, two years later, Tampa Bay goes out and with the number one overall pick, 
takes a chance on a guy who isn't wasn't like some you know uh, Andrew Luck type quarterback. Jameis Winston. They went with Jameis Winston. That's how little belief they had in Mike Glennon after only two years of, of seeing what he can do. Jameis Winston wasn't a schlub. He was but the number one overall pick, though. I mean, you you just got a guy that that he's he's three years, two years in the league at that point. Mike Glennon was only on in the in on the team for two years, and they already said, "Hell with that, we're done with this guy." After using a third round pick to get him, you know what I mean? And and, and in fairness to Tampa Bay, historically they don't really do very good with their third round picks because I think they picked a kicker in their third round a couple a year ago, too, and that didn't work out very well either. But that aside, like I just don't. I think it's crazy. I think the NFL is is putting the, uh, the their, their their inflation on quarterbacks right now is insane to me. Like why they're getting this kind of money. Some of the worst quarterbacks right now that will never make a true thirty man, thirty two man, um, you know, league to be a starter. But this is a true thirty two man league. Sure it is. Sure. So it is. so okay. So then, what are you talking about? So he's not. This isn't a true thirty-two man yeah. league starter. He's, he's then, not. Then going where to, is that? He's never going. He's not going to be a true starter in the NFL. He's never going to warrant fifteen million dollars. Well, that's all I'm saying. That's well, your market, opinion on it. The market is dictating it right now, though. I get nobody that. else good. So you need somebody. He, to play how do you know he's good? You don't. How do you know he's not going to? How do you? But so you need so, a quarterback, and if he's the best available at the time, then that's what he gets paid. So do you, so do you know? Warrants. Do you know how? So the guy right now that that took his job, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston makes six million dollars a year. Good point. So six million dollars a year. Who became the starter? Who actually beat the guy out? Who's about to go make fifteen million dollars a year? How does that make any sense? Rookie contract. That's that's. I understand that, but contract language states what rookies can uh, now make after. I think does a team not does a team not sit and look and go? Okay, he just got beat out after two years of the job. He hasn't done anything, but we're going to go and we think. But they still need a quarterback. You're missing a point. Okay, so what about what's, what's wrong with Watson coming out in the draft? What's wrong with him? What's wrong with there's a there's a couple of them. What's wrong with every rookie quarterback? It's right. experience. You're right. playing for experience. So, You're what experience though? He's 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 played he's played sixteen he's games. He's played twenty one games. He's okay. So he started sixteen games total okay. his whole year. In his so, whole career. yeah, his stats aren't that bad if you look at him. He's at a sixty percent completion uh, percentage. He's 80, 85 QB rating. He has thirty touchdowns, fifteen interceptions. He has four thousand yards passing in his entire career. Yeah, like in four years in the league. Yeah, but again, so, he, he's not a four-year starter, so you can't say so you're in trying four to tell years me that he league. warrants fifteen million bucks. I'm saying he has. No. You asked for some experience. Does he and some, you asked for some experience and some opportunities. He obviously proved this. Does he, he want fifteen million dollars? If the like Cavi said, would if you the take market, him or Brian Hoyer? Him or Brian? I would probably. I, I don't know. I don't know. It depends what's out there I'd and what everybody wants. Those are the two people. I just actually, you, you know, what? I would him? probably take him if you're looking for somebody to build around. I mean, Hoyer's getting up there. But it, but the, you can't just limit it to those two because then you like, you have Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. You have um, Cutler. You have Tony Romo. So why are you just comparing those two? You have this and, and the draft class coming out of the combine. Yeah, look at you. You're gonna yeah, have guys so like, you have so all the these people. You're gonna have guys that like you Tony Romo. So don't right. just so you just have, you have narrow options. me down. I'm just two. narrowing you down to two. I'm saying you have options. Okay, so let's go with what you're saying. Sure. You have all these options out there. Yeah. Are you still gonna pay that guy fifteen million dollars? I can't answer that question. If he's the last one available, you have to. I'm if not he's even the last, saying if he's the if last, he's the last one, available. one available. He's he's well, not gonna be the last one available. Right. Okay. But here you got to realize this. So you got the college guys. You don't know what they're gonna do. They did great versus Alabama, which. Let's put this to rest. Would get murdered by the Cleveland Browns. Okay, anybody that talks about a college team playing a pro team is just on drugs. So you got to get rid of all the college guys because if they can't even play well against Cleveland Browns, they're going to need more time, more experience. Okay, right. So, so no college 
I would coming no, in unless work. unless you're just looking. So you you wouldn't take a you wouldn't take a college quarterback for a rookie contract, which apparently is somewhere in the range of about no, six million. You know why? Because this is a league of what did you do for me today? So that coach and you have. Um, What's his name? Defensive back that just became the GM take, for the 49ers. So if you listen to me, if you Lynch, had, if you had an he option, doesn't have he doesn't have options. If, if he has. Option I need to, to take, win now, otherwise I'm. If gone. you had an option to take Carson Wentz or Mike Glennon for that same fifteen million dollars, who would you take? Right now or last year? Right now, Carson Wentz. Well, but, I don't know. but he's only he's only one year in the league. He's only one year in the league. So I mean, he doesn't have this great like. I mean, to his point is, no, is he wouldn't have taken. You're, you're talking around the. What's going to happen is they're going to still take somebody in the draft. Because no, you're getting, because you're getting. Them for, they're not going to take. A, they're not going to take a quarterback in the Ooh. draft if they're going. To, you're, you're talking, talking about San ability. Francisco. No, anybody. So you still so have the ability. Saying, so I'm just, we're just talking about Mike Glenn in general. So okay. you're going to take a quarterback in the draft. Then you're going to bring in a veteran on a one-year contract where maybe you're going to pay them a bunch. If it doesn't work out, they're gone. But you're getting that guy in a deal, quote unquote. So you have him there, and you bring in an experienced quarterback to then. They're going to sign Glenn into a larger contract, probably four or five years. No, yes, no, they will. no. Watch, no. I guarantee it's maybe not. three no. tops. No, four or five years. They're going to do no. something very similar to what Osweiler did Osweiler. Like for about fifteen and million dollars. And also to year to year, a year instead of the eighteen Osweiler million. Osweiler did four for for twenty million a year. So they're going to do very similar four years, probably for fifteen million for him, somewhere in that range. I guarantee they're going to probably retry to re-sign Kaepernick back as a, as a, as a little veteran backup. What about Blaine Gabbert? He was pretty solid when he played there. Where is he? Is he heard, have you heard from him? I don't know. Is he on the free agent? No, he's probably but, knocking soup cans off in Wegmans. But you're saying that, that Glenn is not worth that. But no. You think that Jay Cutler or Tony Romer are going to go for less than that? And they're clearly not worth it. They're gone. They're out of, they're, they've, teams have moved on from them. I would absolutely take... Tony Romo, but I wouldn't even have to sign Tony Romo at that kind of money. But I would take Tony Why Romo. Why wouldn't you have to sign him at that kind of money? Tony Romo's not going to get $15 million for what? a one-year contract. You think that Tony Romo's going to get less money than Mike Glennon? No. He's going to get, get, get a one-year contract next year. No, he won't. For more than Mike Glennon. I bet he gets a three-year contract. Who gets more money on a contract next year, Mike Glennon or Tony Romo? I'll bet you whatever you want. No, because I no, because I'm, I'm arguing my own point. I don't want to see Glennon make that money. I'm, I don't want Glenn to get. But you think he's going to? But you're saying he's going. Yeah, to. no, I'm, I'm pretty positive he's going to. We'll, I, we'll see how that plays out, Roman. Yeah. I'm not going to try and get into that. Yeah, I don't. Backtrack. Let's go to the. Let's go to the combine. I'm backtracking anything. Also, you, you guys try to get me off the, the the topic. I was trying to tell you is that these backup quarterbacks don't aren't warning this money. How Tony Romo comes in there doesn't make any sense. Because he's now a backup quarterback. It doesn't matter. My point being is that these are it's it's <laughs> it's, it's selective backup. It's a backup quarterback. Yeah, exactly. It's selective backup. backups that Paul has up in his head that we don't know that entire list until we bring one out and he'll let you know yes or no they're on the list. But, I mean, Tony Romo did have so many odd years of playing right. quarterback it's a starting. It's quarterback that has zero experience. Yeah. That's he, all I'm saying. What do you start? The most was 13 games in, in yeah. a season. Yeah. 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 And Tony that Romo obviously probably, worked out well because they got what you yeah. call it the very next year with the number one overall pick. All right. Uh, combine. Combine. Combine, Kev. Combine. You, you want me to start out? Yeah. All right. You have the notes. All right, well, <laughs> how about uh, Alabama? How about the backup quarterbacks in the combine? <laughs> All, Why don't you tell me about them, Tom? Well, this, uh, year, this year, likely you know one? every quarterback coming out of there is going to be a backup. There's Deshaun really Kaiser? Anybody shine? Yeah, Deshaun Kaiser. If Deshaun Kaiser gets drafted by any NFL player... Would you take him over Glennon? No. Deshaun Kaiser doesn't even deserve to get an, an invite to the combine. Deshaun Kaiser's a top 10 quarterback coming out in the You're draft this year. Kite, dude. He's such, he is terrible. He's not terrible. He is seriously one of the worst quarterbacks in college football. To get an invite to the combine, if I didn't get an invite, I would probably be irate right now. 
because he sucks as a quarterback, dude. He's, he's terrible. He can't do a national championship. He's terrible. Oh. So, uh, yes. Alabama, speaking of that national championship, <laughs> roll tide. Uh, Ruben Foster getting sent home from the combine. Oh. How about this guy? Lost himself millions of dollars, tons of uh, position in the draft. Didn't really lose himself. You don't think that's going to affect it at all? Nobody got to look at him in the combine. What did he get sent home for? He was waiting in line at the combine to uh, have uh, his weight and everything done, like every player has to do. He wanted to move up in the line. When the nurse told him no, he said, do you know who I am? And the nurse told him he didn't give a shit. And then he told the nurse, if you don't put me up next, I'm going to put hands on you. And the nurse told him, go ahead, do it. The nurse was not afraid. And uh, he was sent home. And uh, was the nurse a male or a it was a male nurse? Yeah. All right, that makes uh, Adam Scheffler. Adam Scheffler was apparently standing. I was going to say that home. not only was that like career suicide, that might have just been like lifetime suicide. Yeah, no, and not, and uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. You yeah, never know, man. Because that another Alabama player, Mixon. Yeah. You know he he wasn't at the combine, but he has his pro day this week, and you know he has that incident that was recorded on video that a lot of people uh, Musburger took some heat for sticking up for him. And uh, I'm, you know, he's going to be probably a top two, three I'm, round guy. I'm obviously not a, a GM in the NFL, but I, per, I personally would, I don't know, man. I, I'd like to, I'd rather stay away from people that have those kind of like off the field issues. And again, yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree. And, and it goes back to this that you said, though, why would you take up a backup quarterback now instead of trying to farm raise your own rookie from the college ranks? It's because you are under this microscope these days that you have two, three years to do something, and if you don't produce in those two, three years, you're gone. And that's it's a huge turnover these days. You have, to, you have to produce, otherwise you're gone. There's no question about it. No matter if you're a quarterback's coach, on the practice squad, up to the GM, people are getting tossed left and right. So, Speaking of producing, uh, Hassan Riddick, right out of Temple University. Oh, there he is. Running a 4-2. At the combine, uh, he wrote four five two. Four five two, right? Four five two, and uh, Temple guy moving. Temple guy moving up in the draft after that. Um, people are linking him to the Chiefs because uh, he's got a real strong relationship with uh, Britt Reed, who was um, the coach was one of the coaches at Temple okay. um, when he started, and apparently he was quoted at the combine today saying that that's the only person that ever believed in him. That's awesome. So, hey, that's yeah, yeah. Or, or just putting that out there. I yeah, guess. throwing out the like, hey, Chiefs, come on. We got, we, got some, we got a connection here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good story. But, I mean, that's pretty cool for Temple. It could be their first ever uh, first-round draft pick out of Temple. Yeah, that'd be nice. Sweet. I like Miles Garrett. Obviously, he's probably going to be the number one overall pick. Um, hopefully, for his sake, maybe Cleveland just somehow overlooks him. But uh, <laughs> he's probably going to be the number one overall pick. But he, I think, I think in most of the events, he was in the top three for like everything from the forty-yard dash to bench pressing to long jump. Like the guy can do everything. Oh, he's he's, he's a stud. If you watched him play this year, uh, it's just yeah. an animal. He looked like he belonged in the pros already. He didn't have. You know what was funny? It was crazy. I was looking at his stats. I was kind of like just doing a little bit of a catching up on him. He didn't have a lot of. He didn't have a lot of sacks. But he gets doubled and triple teamed all the yeah, time. He's getting chipped from the he, tight end yeah, and, the, yeah. and then the running back and then he's got. A a huge tackle up in his I face. I think if he gets as fortunate as like a Jadavion Clowney to have that other guy on the other side, like a JJ Watt type of guy, where he doesn't can't pull that double team every time, like I think yeah. he could be absolutely insane good. Here's the thing: I think with uh, he's got the longest the strength arms. and conditioning coaches of the NFL, they're going to teach him, and just technique coaches, they're going to teach him how to get off that double team like it's 
Dude, I think they said his arms were like 36 inches. Like, they're, it's insane. Like, he, he's pushing on you. He's like that. Like, you just be like this, trying to swipe out. You can't even get to him. He's r- ridiculous how big he is. Why well, your boy Cook? <sighs> Which one? I just wrote Cook down. <laughs> not, not Jared? <laughs> not Jared. No, the, the, uh, the running back. Uh, Dalvin. Uh, Dalvin. Dalvin Cook? Cook? Yeah. Putting up uh, terrible numbers. Though. Yeah, he looked terrible. Dropping, dropping yeah. right. He's out. not dropping. He. But again, it's, it's it's. Well, I guess he did all right in the bench press. From what I, I don't hold. Listen, here's the thing, man. I, I've been I've been watching the combine for like a couple years now, and it's 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 so. I don't put anything on this combine. Like I right. really don't. Mm-hmm. It's 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 these guys come out. They either they either play. They they look really bad. They look really good. They come into the NFL. They do the exact opposite. Like it's it's too. just yeah. a bunch of dudes running around in their underwear. And it's I don't know. To me, it's TJ doesn't. Watt outrunning JJ's, <laughs> yeah. breaking JJ's record today. I think he's going to be better than JJ. Do you? Uh, that's my bold prediction long term for uh, for TJ. I think he's he's I think he's going to have a better career. Uh, hey JJ, your little brother's better than you. Yeah. <laughs> hey TJ, way to be better than JJ. Uh, hey. TJ, <laughs> you're better than JJ. Kevin, speaking of uh, UConn, I know you like the basketball team. What about this Obi Melifonwu? Did you hear about him today? Yeah, I read a little bit about it. I'm yeah. Not, I mean, it's UConn football at the end of the day. I yeah, mean, I know. I mean, apparently, apparently his, uh, his stuff today give him a big boost in the in the draft, though. I, I saw his name on the ticker on the bottom. They didn't pay much attention. So it was 44 kind of inch bad. vertical. It's not. So how about how about the how about the how about the big elephant? How about the big news? The big news yeah. at, at the combine is John Ross running a four two two, breaking Chris Johnson's record in the forty yard dash. Tommy, I know you uh, found a guy that uh, that, yeah, that ran Smith a or Wendell Williams. Wendell Williams, who ran a four one nine four one nine at the Wendy, regional combine. Wendy Williams. What's yeah, that? Wendy, Wendy, William, Wendy Williams. Wendell. Wendell. Wendy, Wendell Williams. Wendy Williams did not run a four one nine. Who said Wendy? That. No, he did. No, I was uh-huh. asking. But John oh. Ross, I think that um, for you know, out of University of Washington, probably didn't have the big hype coming into the combine. But he's probably got the big hype now. I mean, he blew up on Twitter about five seconds after it happened, and. Um, he, he, he didn't run a second time, which why would you? I'd just pack up my bags and head Well, he home. came up. Well, here's a couple things that worry about him. If you notice after that 40, that he, not the Colt 45, yeah, yeah. the 40 he ran, um, he came up limp after. Mm-hmm. And one of his big worries is he's a track guy. So one of his big, big worries are the track guys historically throughout mm-hmm. NFL careers have had the same track injuries, hamstrings, quads, groins, and stuff like that. So if you noticed, when he ran his first one, broke the record, he came up holding his hammy, and said he wasn't going to run the second one because he did enough in the first. But realistically, he even I said think he, that's he has something. his pro day in five days. He announced officially that he's not running in that either. He's not yeah, running sure. Yeah. Which, so why he's would gonna, you? Well, I mean, he's just going to run little patterns. I'm telling you. He, watch, but watch. But I think him. if you look, in, historically in his, in his college career, he didn't have a lot of injuries either. So I'm just watch. He wasn't an injury guy. For um, me, the big takeaway of this is he didn't wear Adidas spikes. <laughs> so well, he's not getting oh, an Oh, we island. got the good news. He actually did end up getting the island. Oh, he and did. Donated to the Point After Show. Oh, that's great. That's so great. we'll be recording. Unfortunately, the we all have there. to swim out to it because we can't afford any weight of getting there. And that's what he said. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I didn't wear Adidas spikes because I don't have a boat and I can't swim, so I don't need an island. Yeah, you would think you'd take it, have somebody sell it for you or something. I mean, yeah. probably just get hit with the tax dollars. You can take that air mattress. Air mattress that we use. Oh, yeah. Ed and I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bucking up. Dual Bucking up. That's because like, I had to kick Eddie off my beat ass futon at 
four thirty in the morning. Uh, from the dueling pianos at the dueling yeah, snore machine. From what I understand, our snores probably could have pushed us out there as so, quick as a motor too. So before we wrap up football, because I know we're probably getting close on wrapping this up, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. How about let's go? So. Let's go back to the the quick thing. Let's go back to the free agents, right? Okay. Um, and let's do a quick rundown of places that you'd like to see some of these oh, top guys go. You know what I was thinking? <clears throat> yeah. Real quick about the free agents. Where do you think uh, the, there's you know a, a ton of them out there? Not even counting the new draft class, just a free agent. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'd be able to beat the Cleveland Browns if you put them all on a team? Oh, by themselves yeah. on a team? Yeah, probably. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm. I, oh my god, they might be able to beat like half the teams in the league. There's guys that, that not, new, not, 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 big, not big at the quarterback spot though. They don't yeah. not a lot of big free agent quarterbacks. Cutlery, Romo. They're not free agents. They're they're still technically with a team. They have to be traded. Charles well, Pryor. Yeah, yeah. Pryor's well, he's Pryor's a wide receiver. Kind of quarterback too, though. Pryor can come in. Um, yeah, you could just run the option. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, back to yeah, your. So story. I was just curious of like if I if I routed off a couple guys' names, big names, where you would like to see them mm-hmm. land? Go for it. Uh, how about Adrian Peterson? Patriots, mm-hmm. Philadelphia. You were barking the Giants with him, right? Yeah. Well, because yeah, Adrian Peterson was on. Twitter earlier this offseason saying the Giants were looking good. Yeah. I well, know. everybody – So that's not that's – So apparently not every free agent now from Adrian Peterson to Brandon Marshall, anybody any, – any free agent right now that is over the age of 30 now all want to go to New England because they assume that New England is just going to win the Super Bowl again like six more times. So yeah, they want to go out – But for New England. They're like, yeah. the, they're like the Lakers. Yeah. Oh, I mean, New, England, New England has built because this, yeah. this is, this is going to get them discounts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, AP wants I, to go to New England. He like said he'd be interested to go. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon Marshall, Brandon Marshall said he would take a pay cut to go to New England. So basically Belichick's getting um, old beat-ass players on a discount, which might win him another championship. He might have seven rings soon on his sweatshirt. I think so. Yeah, I, 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 like he, uh, I said, he wore a sweatshirt today to the combine that said five rings on it. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. It's mm-hmm. like it's like the clothing brand. It said five yeah, rings. Yeah, his boat's, his boat's name that too. You yeah. put you put Brandon Marshall on that team of Brady, he would put up ridiculous yeah. numbers. I think. I don't I think don't he, I don't think he's over the hill. I, I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I just I don't. So. Would you I draft just, him in the second round? Brandon Marshall? Uh, yeah, but I think I, I, I personally, in a fantasy draft, yeah, I would probably, and I would draft him in the top three, definitely. But I, I don't know why, but I feel like I'd have this set up for, for, for disappointment. Tom Brady doesn't need a big-name player. He doesn't care. Doesn't need it. Belichick isn't a guy that's saying, hey, we got Brandon Marshall on our team. We're just going to sling the ball to him 15 times a game. That's not what Belichick does. So to put a big, big player on, on Tom Brady's, you know, uh, on that team, it doesn't mean that he's going to go off. Like he's not going to. Randy like, Moss. Yeah. Okay. So that was what ten years ago, and, and yeah, one hundred percent. And it was the, at the end of Randy but, Moss's career. But, and, and again, that was also and they that broke was the record with twenty three touchdowns. That was also at the prime of Tom Brady's career when he could throw the ball more than fifty yards down the field. Right now, he's still what does. he does is what he does. I just what I'm saying is if you put. If you put Brandon Marshall on that team, I don't see him being like a uh, Mike Evans where he's going to get 140 targets in, in a season. Probably get 95. Or, or, no, 95 Maybe. catches. I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, that's just my opinion. I, I probably would be that guy that still had to worry about taking him in the third round, in the first three rounds. I'd take him in the first three rounds. Well, yeah, but you're I'm historically the worst drafter in our league. So. I'm the best drafter. That's the only yeah. time you give me credit um, is nah, during draft day. Not recently. Yeah, but that's when the season starts. <laughs> then we realize, yeah. When no, my draft on paper. Who were your two quarterbacks you drafted last year? Cool. else you got on that list. Thanks, Kev. Uh, thanks. Um, <laughs> RG3, though. Let's answer it. Yeah. He's AP, how about Jamal Charles? Jamal Charles? I'd like to see him go nowhere and die. Wow. That's not nice. That's yeah. rough. Jeez. Jamal Charles. <laughs> he didn't kill you. You traded him to me. 
killed me the first couple weeks. That set the like tone. three, <laughs> set three, the man. Set the okay, tone. I think round six, seven, and eight set the tone for you. Yeah, Cavi. yeah. The Cavi shuffle is what set the tone for the season. <laughs> Everything after five. Went um, Jamal Charles, that's a good question. Where would you like to see him? Let's just throw it out there because everybody else seems to be Sam throwing this. Go back. Let's throw the Eagles out there because the Eagles are uh, the Eagles are like on everyone that becomes a free agent. Somehow, I get a Twitter alert that the Eagles are interested. In. <laughs> well, here's the every question. wide receiver and every running back. Is, they're interested. Did, in. it, did Darren Sproles retire this year or next year? No, he didn't retire at all. Okay, so next year it is then. But the wow. guys, he, he said, yeah, he said he. <laughs> Yeah, was it was either done this year yeah. or done one more. No, they're they getting rid of everybody else in the backfield, so it's like. Well, they said that uh, what you call Matthews will definitely not be there. They're getting yeah. rid of, they, they won't be picking up his contract for next year. That uh, yeah, Smalls Smalls is still old. contract. They're trying. But to they still got Wendell Small. They got a couple of good guys. What about? They're still. They're definitely looking. They're definitely looking for a running back, especially a veteran. One or two years contract for Jamal Charles. I wouldn't be the guy. I mean, after this year, you're getting him out of bargain. I would take yeah, AP yeah. over oh, Jamal yeah. Charles, in my opinion, if I were. So to oh yeah, I think everybody would. I don't I think anybody that. would. Anybody would say Jamal Charles over Adrian Peterson. Yeah, I said that with Peterson though. I would. Do you guys think that? Quick question off the topic. Do you guys think who's a, who do you think is a better wide receiver right now? Brandon Marshall or Alshon Jeffrey? Because I've heard a lot of people hating on Alshon recently. They're kind of the same. Player. I say no. I say Brandon Marshall's better. Yeah. Yep. If you you put you, let's just say you had Alshon on on. Uh, Tom Brady, or you had Brandon, Brandon Marshall, Marshall with Tom Brady. Brandon you Marshall. take Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Alshon. You look even when he had his he had some injury problems, mm-hmm. but even during his healthy spans, he was that deep ball. You were able to throw it up one on one, and he'd get like a sixty yard catch, yeah. and that's where the majority of his yards would come for one hundred and twenty in a game. Would be on one, maybe two catches. Brandon Marshall's that guy. He. Was going to get you those 20 yarders, 15 yarders, 10 yarders, tough ones too. He'll put his nose in some business if he had to, where I think Alshon doesn't do that. So I, I feel would like B B-Marsh. Marsh is, I feel like B Marsh after last year and ever since he joined the, um, that, uh, HBO Inside uh, the NFL. Hard Knocks? No, Inside the NFL. I feel like ever since Brandon Marshall joined that, he, He's more about the um, what's best for business when he's on the field. Is I think he gonna, he's mature, is he going to legitimately go out and make those catches like he used to? And I, I don't know. I don't think, I think he gives hundred percent out there. And I don't know. Maybe it's because he was with the Jets. But he begged and pleaded and and screamed and cried for uh, Fitzpatrick to come back to that team. He did it, and I don't think he gave sixty percent last year. I think he so, did give sixty percent. I just think Fitzpatrick dropped off the side of a mountain. He was Fitzpatrick. He, he went back. He to went from slinging like. 30-some touchdowns. To 30-some interceptions? To, like, 30-some interceptions. (laughs) And I benefited in that game with a scumbag interception versus Kansas City right at the end of the game for them to put up 43 and me to win. Yeah. Thank you very much. I will will close my NFL segment with this. LeGarrette Blunt is still the number 36 overall pick in my fantasy draft. If you guys don't think so, you're you're wrong. That's all I got for football. I'll close it with this. Jim Tom Sula shaved his mustache. I don't know if you guys saw that today, but it was kind of awesome. He must look like he's like a... And I'm going to go with this. Wendell Williams from the University of Cumberland. He ran a 4.1940 in regional combine and had a 45-inch vertical leap. I know the guy's only 5'10 and 170 pounds, but this guy's going to have a team that's going to have some type of interest in him. And he's going to be like one of those. Hilton? He's going to be like a Tyreek Hill type guy. Do you, can you? What was what was that school? University, University of Cumberland. Can you tell me where anywhere? What? Tell, tell me the state that that's New Cumberland, uh, New Cumberland Pennsylvania. It's right <laughs> across the river yeah. from here. Yeah, yeah. He went to. Uh, uh-huh. He was actually going to law school, and he ran that. A four one nine. Yeah, that's crazy. I just don't understand how that could be official. Um, I don't get it. But 
Well, it's on the internet, so it has to be true. It's got to be true. It's, is it? You know? Check the WikiLeaks for that one. Al Gore didn't invent the internet for things to be falsely posted. On Good it. call. Yeah. Good call. And I'll end the NFL segment by saying that I think the Oakland Raiders will be the Las Vegas Raiders sometime in the near future. Speaking they just, of, they the just Oakland got new Raiders. funding. Speaking of the LA Raiders, Oakland Raiders, and I agree with you. Um, but do you think that your man, Al Davis, right? Junior? Right. No, no, the dead one. Oh, okay. Do you think that he R. actually R. sat straight up in his coffin underground, and when he saw John uh, John Ross run that four two two, do you think he just stood up and was like, "Holy shit, I got to We need him. him. We need him. <laughs> like I don't care Probably. what. He well, does. here, that's funny. Right? <laughs> he can so, run for coffee, but you know, he's not so my funny? team. Look at this, right? So here, look at this. Um, So this is on Where I found it Was on NBC Sports Right That article about that Wendell Williams You scroll down No shit Right You scroll down And literally the fifth Comment is Oh Al Davis I know you're shedding a tear right now (laughs) (laughs) Al Davis If the guy can run 4-4 He was drafted It didn't matter if he had hands With no fingers He was a wide receiver on my team Here you go The next guy says Uh Al Davis just rose from the dead and is demanding the Raiders draft oh, this guy. Dude, absolutely. That's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> this is anonymous phone call. It comes into his son. You know who I am. <laughs> draft him. Dad, it's dad. Draft take him. him. <laughs> dad. Oh, Jesus. I uh, think... I well, think the now that we just officially uh, my phone. we just officially roasted a dead man, um, <laughs> and I'm not talking about the Undertaker. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's move I on. I prefer we say we did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go on to golf quick. Dustin Johnson uh, after DJ. after yeah. becoming and uh, holding the crown for number one uh, golfer in the world world golfer rankings, he won. He didn't. I mean, he wasn't affected by that whatsoever. It didn't get to his head. He won the WGC Mexico Championship on Sunday, one-shot lead, taking it into Sunday, and he uh, held it off for the victory. Um, but I just wanted to mention this again. Our statistician, our contributor, Taylor Scrignoli. Cannoli. Cannoli. Uh, his weekly rankings for fantasy and daily fantasy have just been killing it still. Nine out of the top 15 overall uh, from the spreadsheet that he, he gathered from the algorithm from PGATour.com. They finished 25th or better. I know it was a, a smaller field. There was 80-some people in it, um, including Henrik Stenson, who withdrew. But out of 80-some people, he still did the algorithm for it. And nine out of the top 15 uh, for his overall rankings finished 25th or better. So, I mean, that's a pretty good odds of making you some money. Well, now that every one of our listeners are sleeping, I don't even know what just happened there. <laughs> I heard algorithms. Of <laughs> uh, something about stroganoff. Beef stroganoff. Let's get back no. to Dustin Johnson. Yeah, okay. DJ, here's my thing, right? And yeah. I, I started an article about this last week, and then I started thinking about Pete's bachelor party, and then I stopped the article immediately. Um, Dustin Johnson, I know at different points of their career – Kind of did some of the same crap Tiger Woods did, you know? Uh, He had those infidelities. He supposedly broke up two marriages of other PGA Tour golfers. Had a little fun with the white stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Was suspended three different times by the PGA. I think one was actually official leave of absence, but there were those sometimes where he had the cocaine and marijuana problems. And this guy just does not give a F word. No. Comes out and he gets it done now. You Mar- know? Marries Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Paulina Gretzky yeah. comes out in those little you short sundresses. It just goes to show you uh, that white powder is easier to kick than white women. I'm just saying. Tiger couldn't kick it. 
He did. He kicked oh. the white powder. Well, maybe. Allegedly kicked the white powder. I don't know if that happened. Well, if, it's a party kick, girl. He might be back. Yeah, for he, sure. He's writing a book now. It's uh, Kick the Coke, Lose a Stroke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, here's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. He's, he's longest driver off the tee. That was like Tiger in his prime. Mm-hmm. Number one in the world. They're both number one in the world. Uh, I know Tiger had it for like 9,456 weeks. But, uh, hey, you D- gotta start somewhere. DJ's now got it run officially in what two weeks, <laughs> and uh, but he did finish in first right after yeah, he, he doesn't, he doesn't seem to uh, no, be afraid I, he of always, the, the, he always the light. had He always had that distance and stuff. It was just the last couple years, his short the, game, the 150 yards in, he's been yeah. stacking them. Yep, and his putting short game that's basically put win for uh, drive for dough, putt for dough, whatever. drive for show, whatever. Yeah, yeah, pretty much he's doing both. You're right, yeah, I know, but so yeah. Uh, Rick I was happy to see Rory come cash. back this week. Played pretty well. Finished top ten, right? I know. I was seven. Top seven. Him. Yeah. Oh, my man Phil, though. Mm. Hashtag Gotta Irish. love him. Yo, filthy, by the way. Phil's winning a major this year. No, he's not. Yep. 100%. Phil, Phil will win a major this Phil year. Phil is like an old mule. Like, he's he's great for, like, the first two days, and then the back starts to give out, and he realizes he's it's not like supposed to be couples. The, yeah, yeah. He's not supposed to be on the top of the leaderboard, and he'll quickly just fade himself Phil back. shot 68 round three. Yeah. Moved himself into contention. He was only down, what, two and then going he sh- into, two then or three? He, he shot a 67, 68, 68, 71. And if you watch that 68 in the third round and the 71 in the fourth round, he scrambled for a lot of that. But that's Phil throughout his career. He was, not- there, was, there was one shot that Phil pulled at one of the more beautiful second shots. And realistically, I'm pretty positive he had to go in for like – did he you had to go in and get, check himself for Did ticks. you ever watch Phil? Yeah, yeah, no, like, like not just his, this that's week, his game. like throughout his career. That's, his this, game. that's how he played. Recovery fill, but a scramble fanatic that would make the most unbelievable shots and try to make a shot out of anything. Yeah, he he wasn't the oh you know what bones I'm gonna punch out here 50 yards, give me about 125 into the green and make my par and get out of here. No, he'd be no, he bones. Goes, goes I'm gonna go goal. around this tree, play it off the sprinkler head and that hot chick with the big cans in the back. And roll it out for birdie. <laughs> for sure. That, like, Phil didn't care. That was his thing. He's like, I'm going for broke all the time. Yep. Like a, like a pass blue ribbon pounder you're talking yeah. about? The girl yeah. <laughs> and the one other guy I just want to talk about quick, too, and just touch on him is John Rahm. Uh, he's making a charge. He came out of nowhere this year. Well, he's ma- well he, he was kind of making a move last year, too. And you talk to a lot of players. Well, I'm sure. Not that I do. Um, but from... People that get to talk to the players, they say this John Ron guy is is the real deal. And in the next couple of years, he, you know, they're they're not saying he's gonna be one of the best players. They're currently saying he is one of the best players, and he's gonna prove it this year on the tour. So same thing with Justin Thomas. I, I know he's young, but, but played, yeah. played really well. I think he got a little bit he got a little bit of the pressure in the fourth round of, of being at the leaderboard after fifty four. It was the first time he actually lost a, a, a tournament after being a fifty four hole leader. But um, I think he's an up-and-comer. But I, it also, last one I have is Ricky Fowler. Looking good a second week in a row. I, um, finished in 16th, but played really well again. Mm-hmm. Two weeks in a row. He won last week, and, or a week before, I guess I would say now. Uh, but it's good to see him finally coming around. I think for a long time, man, he, I personally didn't believe the hype on him. I thought he was a bit overrated. Yeah, that's But it too. looks like... I've been watching him the last two weeks. His golf game looks pretty pretty legit again. Yeah. He's back on and point. he, I mean, him and uh, Justin Rose, I know in the last year or so, they added like 15, 20 yards to their drives. Oh, which, they I mean, bomb it. Yeah. That just tells you that, like, either one, technology's getting better, uh-huh. or two, there are some actual things you can do 
Oh, there's in your there's swing, in your swing and stuff well, too. Yeah, in your, just your Kegels. swing, I think it is. Kegel exercises. Yeah, yeah, this, <laughs> like your actual technique to get more distance out of it. Uh, I'm, I'm 15 sure there, yards doesn't come with there's probably, really lifting weights. I'm sure there's, there's pros and there's people that they use and experts that are specifically for putting extra yardages on your drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. It's a, and um, it's, God, I hate golf. Yeah, it's not like you only have one swing coach anymore. No. You probably have like four or five. Well, they have they have each other pretty much. And and I have one shout-out last for my, my boy. Cause I, I thought you had Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas is uh, – no, no. This guy, I don't, I, don't even, I don't even care really that much about this guy, but he has the greatest name. Dude. I love Willie McGirt. When you have a last name like McGirt, you should just always be on the top of leaderboards in my book. Hurts McGirt. Like Willie McGirt. Yeah. William Willie McGirt. I love it. I wish my last name was McGirt sometimes. You know you're being an Irish person. So does Tommy. Yeah. McGirt. Tommy McGirt. <laughs> I'm going to the parade. I met, Tom, I met Tommy wished your name was McGirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's, that's golf. Check us out either Tuesday... Tuesdays or Wednesdays, we'll put out a daily fantasy rankings uh, that from our boy Taylor. And this week's the Valspar Open, uh, continuing on the leg of the Florida Swing. So keep an eye out and uh, get on play. DraftKings, make Draft some King, money. Daily fantasy, send us a cut. Let us help you make read, some money potentially read and win. According to Cavi and our lawyers, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly you make, make money. money. Thank you, Pete. Potentially. All right, and uh, last NASCAR. Speaking of making money, yeah. Um, Taylor, another another guy here that uh, no, it's the same guy. It's the same. Or guy. another another yeah. I guess realm of sports that we use him for. Uh, What's his name? Taylor, Taylor Scrignolia. Scrignoli. 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 Yeah. Wasn't there? Wasn't that? Didn't Sean Penn play a Scrignoli or something like that in a movie? Spicoli. 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 That's yeah. we, can we call, at least you can ask if we can call him Spicoli. It's just easier to remember that name. Maybe just Taylor work. Taylor. He'll be okay. Taylor Spicoli. Scrignoli. He, like I said yeah. earlier, he's our Matt Damon and Jimmy Kimmel here. Yeah. You know, we'll just we could yeah. just call him Taylor because. Nobody, you know, at home needs the really. Or Taylor S. Them. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. Taylor S. Uh, but yeah, Atlanta, NASCAR, uh, Brad Keselowski. The deuce. That's the what deuce. they call him. Not because he's shitty, just because oh, he drives two. Drives number two cars. <laughs> yeah. Number two. Uh, hey, Brad, what are you going to do? Number two. Yeah. But, but uh, Paul, yeah, you uh, you play some fantasy. I did. For, I, uh, for NASCAR. Yeah, I actually I actually beat Taylor this week um, in fantasy, but not because uh, I knew anything about it. T, he's um, calling you out right now. Me, just an yeah, I, not because I knew anywhere near what he knows about fantasy, but um, there was a little mishaps in this game. Uh, so uh, Kevin Harvick, for all you Kevin Harvick lovers out there, and there's a lot of you, um, Kevin Harvick led 292. Oh, That's crazy to think about. 292 of 325 laps. That's nuts. nuts. And then. Uh, tragedy struck on lap two, 311, and Mr. Harvick got a speeding ticket <laughs> in in uh, in pit road. How you get a speeding ticket is beyond me in a NASCAR race. See, but he was people. actually going too fast on pit road, and uh, they gave him they they gave him a penalty. He had to restart at the very back of the entire race. That sucks. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, they should reassess their penalties. Yeah. Uh, good news is he actually somehow managed from uh, lap two, 311 all the way to 325. So what's that? 14 laps. He got himself all the way back up to ninth. So that's how bad the rest of those people were. And um, he likes to take a number four. And he does uh, like to take the number four. Yeah. So he's two times as good as Keselowski, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Brad Keselowski did benefit from the Kevin Harvick mistake of coming down pit road a little too fast. And uh, that was pretty Here's much my that. Question. It wasn't nearly as exciting as, as Daytona was. Well, there's not that many wrecks. You just like watching people get hurt and go into the wall. And that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Um, but here's my question. Uh, 
shoot us a, a, a tweet or a Facebook message. Let us know, how do you like the new point system? Like Paul said, you had Kevin Harvick go out, lead 292 laps. Um, you know, Kozlowski came in and led 21. He gets 53 points. I know he's got the win. But um, Harvick ended up with 48 fantasy points. Um, yeah, they're not fantasy points. Those are actual, like... Cup challenge points. Yeah, yeah. Monster well, energy. Sorry. Yeah. Monster energy. Oh, yeah, it's points. monster not energy. Fantasy points. I apologize. Cans um, of monster Thank you energy for correcting drink. me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, how do, how do you like the new point system based on how many laps you lead and the different segments of the race? Let us know. We want to know. Um, first off, we'll read it then, and then we'll educate ourselves a little more on the NASCAR series. And then when Taylor talks to us Wednesday nights during basketball, I'll be able to pick up about. 13% of the things he's really talking about instead of the normal five uh, and help us out you know we learn more we're able to give you a little more so learning let is us good. know let us know well depends and if you're Republican based then education is terrible big family sport NASCAR huh I see lots of bushes and <laughs> <laughs> a couple of Earnhardt's uh, it's pasta <laughs> Those big bushes. <laughs> oh, he, he, he saw a lot of NASCAR families down at Atlantic City this yeah. weekend. A lot <laughs> of bushes. God. Jimmy's Johnson. Jesus. I didn't <laughs> see that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I had nothing after that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, tune, tuning in to uh, Point After Show. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Point After Show. My personal Twitter is at Eddie underscore the PAS. Tom? I'm at TLIP underscore the PAS. Polly Payday. What up? I'm at Paul underscore the PAS. Yeah, I am at Producer Cavi. Uh, like us on Facebook. Sometimes we'll put out dumb videos on Facebook Live. Uh, Some, YouTube. Sometimes they'll happen at 3 a.m. in a casino. Yeah, so they're limited time know. only then. You never so know. They're, 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 like us, you'll get a notification. You only have a limited time until uh, we wake up in the morning and say, yeah, we should probably delete that one. Yeah. And we're always putting out articles, blogs, whatever, on our Point After Show website at thepointaftershow.com. So check us out. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you made it this far, thank you. Thanks for stopping by.